Hi, Nicole. It's Jenny Donheiser. Oh my gosh. And it's Nicole Spezio. And, and this, this is, is How, How Are, are You Brainwashed? Brainwashed. Wow, Jenny, amazing energy to start the pod with. Thank you. My computer is so dirty. No one cares. The... <laughs> Please stop talking about that. How much food is in your keyboard? Be honest. I gotta say, we're looking pretty clean. Wow. Do you clean your keyboard? No. <laughs> Do you not? And you don't eat over it? I guess I don't. Wow. Congrats. Thank <laughs> Congratulations to you. You're doing a lot of noshing and clicking and typing? I guess, because I can... My... Keyboard is filthy. I also spilled something sticky on my God. keyboard. So like the delete key and various other keys are very hard to press because they stick. What a, what a <laughs> horrible start we're off to. I'm so sorry. <laughs> How are you? What's going on? You're T minus 30 days or something from giving birth. Oh uh, my God. How I, we, how, what's our pulse check? Is that right? I don't know. Sure. I mean, my body is just like absolutely not. It's just, there's too much inside. When you have two babies, it's just like, there's so much. Yeah. I had a doctor's appointment today, which the, the end of the story is that everything is totally good and fine. Okay. But the beginning of the story is I was in there for an ultrasound and the tech is weird. I could just tell her vibe is off. The techs are weird. I know, but some, but I was just like, something is occurring with this woman. Okay. So I immediately start panicking, of course. Right, right, right. right. And then she's like, let me just, I need to go out for a minute. So I oh. immediately start sobbing. Oh, God. Right? Like something is horribly wrong. She comes back in and she's like, Sorry, I'm just like taking this new medication and my hands are like kind of tremoring and I'm like having a hard time doing the thing. And I was like, okay, you really should just say it's a you problem. Like, because I was just like, like, for someone to say I I am leaving the room, like I I, I immediately was like worst case. You know, I think I'm getting a lot of anxiety the closer we get to Mm -hmm. it happening. I think just because I don't know the whole beginning time I was like, you know, whatever happens, happens and we're going to see. And it's just like. But now I'm like, no, they're almost here. Like I want them and I want them good. And yeah, um, so that was just like a full horrible experience. Yeah, she should have said like, she I'm said just stepping out for me, like for me you know, reason, because what sucks about the tech stuff is like they can't say anything. To you. you have know. to wait for the fucking doctor. I know. And like, so I you're get like, that that's the rule. I get yeah. it. But so whatever. That was just a fucking nightmare. Yeah. Um, and then I'm just constantly needing to nap uh my cat is just always napping and looking so cozy and then sort of using his powers on me to fall asleep and um wow blame it on the cat interesting (laughs) (laughs) not the two babies inside of you it's the cat i just he's sort of opening a a door for me saying it's okay rest your little eyes i mean it's definitely okay you are i know doing all your body is caring for these two babies all day every day so oh it's working hard it's you have it so all... much blood in you <laughs> i have so much blood so much that you get like i forget it's like more than half of your blood more i don't know it's a lot it's a Whatever. lot yeah I don't heart know. is everything is working really hard i tried to walk to the bus last week and i sad and cried because i was like i can't do it i can't i've reached a point an expensive but necessary point where i'm uber only at this point i think that's absolutely fair so for, uh, you gotta take care of yourself you know i'll be interested to see if your gr- i mean your groin stuff will go away but if you know how your pelvic floor and all that shapes out at the end keep me posted oh, yeah. yeah spoiler alert at the end of the app you're gonna get to hear something <laughs> a little bit about jenny's pelvic floor so stay <laughs> tuned for that yeah, if you're not already engaged about how much food is in my keyboard, stay tuned for Listen what to my the very end. experience was at pelvic floor therapy today. <laughs> hey, what's going on with you? What is happening with me? Yeah, pelvic floor, trying to get a little bit of freedom for myself so I can go do errands and doctors. So been had a babysitter person 
um, this week a couple times in the morning to mm-hmm. watch my baby. And that has been good for me <laughs> too. Great. Today I ate a bagel in the park by myself and I said, wow. Oh my God, she's back. <laughs> I got an egg, everything with jalapeno cream cheese. It was a wild choice. I said, freedom, what's this? Whoa, that is definitely that is like full like child's first day out. Like I could do anything. <laughs> I remember our friend Kate talking about decision fatigue after she had her baby mm-hmm. and being at like an ice cream stand and like just not being able to pick an ice cream flavor. And that was sort of my um experience yeah. at the bagel place, ordering a bagel, being like, what are what? do i want and that's and i was like they had all these very elaborate sandwich very fancy sort of brooklyn bagel shop there was like lox and ham and all sorts of like fun names of sandwiches and i was like "Uh uh-huh the guy behind the counter i said i'm just gonna keep it simple and he said that's great that's probably the he's like that's that's the best way to do it and i said thank you and then i ordered that like everything with jalapeno cream cheese Ew, i honestly <laughs> i don't i don't like the sound of it i wish you'd stop saying it wait also went for dinner tonight i ordered jalapeno mac and cheese oh my god pregnant are you pregnant again, again? i'll kill you <laughs> i can't I'll kill you you had two servings of jalapeno dishes tonight something is wrong jalapeno dairy you just look at it feel alive, I guess. <laughs> also, I've been having breastfeeding pain, and I heard that you could put cabbage leaves on your breasts to reduce the pain. So I'm on the journey to see if that works. And I slept with cabbage in my bra last night. <laughs> now, is it raw cabbage, or do you have to like prepare the cabbage? Do you have to steam it's it? Raw? No. Ew. You think I'm putting steamed cabbage in my bra? Uh, Hun, it's not the odor in the apartment. Yuck! 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 Grosser no. than what you? I mean, <laughs> don't speak to me like that. <laughs> No, it's a crisp cabbage on your tits. Killed, fresh, washed cabbage that you could massage if you wanted it to be not so firm in your brassiere, but I don't think it matters. Have you seen this thing where people, when they have a cold, will put a slice of potato on their foot and then put a sock on it? And then sleep through the night. And then in the morning, the potatoes will be black because it's like sucked out the toxins. But if you're not sick, the potato just is, looks like normal potato. Ew. Uh, no, this is horrible. Is this something you saw on TikTok? Yes. <laughs> I mean, wow. it's not that much different than you putting cabbage on your boobies. I mean, uh, there's no toxic black potato sock. That's horrible. <laughs> I mean, black potato <laughs> sock title of that. Everyone clicks off. I mean, yeah. What's worse, black potato sock or like wilted cabbage bra? I think uh-huh. black potato sock. I don't know. And then I see like, then like the next video is always a doctor being like, don't use the black potato sock. And then the next video after that is always like, big pharma doesn't want you to know this hack about black right, potato right. sock. It's like, who can I trust? <laughs> No, no one. No one. I yeah. Wow. Oh gosh. Okay. Well, I'm gonna try it next time. Black potato sock. I'm open. Yeah, that's on. Here's the thing. I love science. I love a little experiment. It's not gonna hurt anything. Why can't I try sleep with a potato in my sock? <laughs> it's not gonna kill anybody. No, no. I feel like this is a good science fair project. Remember science fair? Yeah, Jenny. I remember science fair. <laughs> Do you think about science fair a lot? I feel like science fair is my Roman Empire. Ever oh, so often, God, I'm like, that's sad. <laughs> three what? those poster boards that had dimension that you could prop up. Yeah, yeah, I guess we're gonna find out with our kids if they're still out here doing those poster boards. That is like I have to say when I was really going through the like, okay, do I want kids? What are the pros and cons? <laughs> really, the thing that was I don't know, pretty high up in the no column was like. Having my kids say to me at 8 p.m. on a Sunday, like, we got to go to CVS for a poster board. I was like, I don't want to be in that position, but I'm sure we will be. Overnight. That sounds so stressful. Overnight Amazon. Did I tell you how I accidentally selected overnight Amazon recently and they came to my house at four in the morning? (laughs) What are you talking about? What are you talking about? 
I ordered infant Tylenol oh, because okay. my son was getting his vaccines and mm -hmm. I was scared he would get a fever. Oh, so you're pro-vax, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm pro-vax. <laughs> okay, cool. So I went to Amazon. I put an infant Tylenol. I also ordered face masks. This was what I ordered. And one of the options was overnight. And it did give the time frame of like 4 a.m. to 12 p.m. or 4 a.m. to 11 a.m. or whatever. And I just assumed overnight meant like next day. I don't know. I just didn't uh -huh, think about uh -huh. it. Overnight shipping. Like that's a classic phrase. And I, I just selected it. And then so our neighbors were having a party upstairs and okay. we were anxious about it because of the baby. So yeah. Graham actually went, trotted his butt upstairs, knocked on the door, went into this party of like 24 year olds. <laughs> in his cloud slides you know like just fully like went, went found the neighbor that he knows and said hey like it's really loud we're gonna be going to bed with the baby like and you guys keep it down or something what like time ish that. did he go this was like pretty early this was like 10 p.m he told or, quiet down at 10 you guys suck it was actually i don't think he told them to quiet down i think he said can i get your number in case like it goes really late i can text you that it's too loud or something okay okay that's much more i think reasonable. he was pretty chill about it and the guy was like we're just pre-gaming we're gonna be out by 11 okay. and we were like amazing okay and we all went to bed fine then the doorbell 4 a.m buzz 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 buzzing non-stop buzzing God. Graham doesn't know I've ordered children's Tylenol and face masks. You are to arrive at 4 a.m. <laughs> he thinks the neighbors are locked out. He's pissed. He's like, oh, they're drunk. They're locked out. They're buzzing. Blah, blah, blah. He goes to buzz the door. He like stands and listens for them like going up the stairs. He figures like they're like going to be rowdy and drunk and being like, thank you. I don't know why he like takes a moment to listen you hear someone come up the stairs stop at our door put something down and leave and then he <laughs> runs runs he goes to the window looks out sees a woman get into like her regular car you know how like amazon drivers yeah. now are just you and me in our cars sure so he was like what on earth was this woman what what happened doing here? he opened the door it's an amazon package and he got into bed and he was like, it was Amazon. I can't believe. He was like, we have to complain. Why would they buzz our right, door at four right, in the morning? Right. And I was like, I think maybe oh, I, picked that. I accidentally did that. And he was like, what? He was so distraught. <laughs> oh my he like, you did this? He was like, the emotional roller coaster. I went on thinking it was the neighbors. And then they came and stopped at our door. I thought they were dropping off a gift, but then they left. I did <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> anyway, don't overnight Amazon is the <laughs> I guess the takeaway from that story is like if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, you can get something, which is a great feature. <laughs> yeah, you can open for your child, you can overnight poster boards. You don't have to go to CVS. Great. <laughs> but they will show up at 4 a.m. and they will wow. relentlessly need to, I think they think like oh, this person needs right right this thing they need face masks they and need are you, their... did you mean like COVID face masks or like, like skin care skin care face masks <laughs> I need it at 4 a.m. I'm like, so dry oh I'm doing an Amazon order what else can I sort of add to the order you know so it's oh not just God. children's Tylenol oh that <laughs> That is a really funny story, Jenny. I like that story. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway. Should well, we... well, I'm in a great mood, I think. <laughs> yeah, let's bring the guests in. Okay. Well, this is a get. This is a big get this for get. us. This is the preeminent TV comedy director out there. Pretty much she's directed every TV show you watch, listen. Everything you um, like. Everything you like. The other two, never have I ever, shrill. And just like that, okay, are you listening? The after party, she hulk. <laughs> That's not how you say it. Not only that, she's an artiste, okay? First and foremost, we have to say that her short film won the grand prize jury award at Sundance Film Festival in 2017. Lucia ever heard before of it? And after. 
And her feature film, We Strangers, is debuting at South by Southwest soon, right? We'll talk about it. Please welcome to the pod a new Valia. I mean, what? It's really nice to just listen to you both. Muted. So accomplished. So accomplished. I mean, I haven't. I haven't worked in a very long time, so that you're speaking about another person. But um, <laughs> no one's worked very in a while. Hear. What do you mean? You're you're it. out here hustling for your feature film. You made a feature film. That's work, and now you're doing the festival circuit. So uh, don't tell me that's not work. <laughs> that shit's hard. Oh my God. <laughs> well, thank you cool. for doing this. Yes, it's, thank you. on a Friday uh, night. Thank yeah. you for doing this. Well, she's Absolutely. in Los Angeles, you know. It's so for afternoon. me, it's a yeah. For <laughs> um, me, it's like a Friday, four p.m. What else am I supposed to be doing? <laughs> yes, perfect time. Perfect. Only time. Jenny and I are, you know, free on a Friday night, and that's beautiful and okay. Well, I just had a baby, and Nicole is pregnant, so we are got going nowhere. <laughs> yeah, oh pretty much. Oh my God! Congratulations to you both. Thank you. That's incredible. You. Oh, but Jenny, how old is your baby? 10 weeks he's fresh he's fresh you might you might see him if he gets a little hungry yeah he might make an appearance later i'm hoping not incredible 10 weeks and how's life how is your hour i can't believe you're making time to do this that's wild i need it you know yeah i gotta be like well i have stuff to do too you know my husband (laughs) it's intense it's intense but it's also really cool and nice you know it's amazing, but uh, it's a lot of work. You don't sleep. They, that's not a lie. They tell you that, and they are right. They do not exaggerate. That <laughs> no, they do not exaggerate. I'm so glad, though, that, and now, Nicole, you're going to have a baby. You guys are going to be doing it so soon with each other. That's really important. That We're you very codependent. Um, <laughs> very good. We did, you know, do full VPR pregnancy pact as uh, <laughs> Stassi and Lala and Sheena. And, now <laughs> and Brittany. And Brittany, the crew. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine those people were your best friend? If they were your best. I mean, they are my yeah. best friends in many ways. <laughs> I spent a lot of my time thinking about them taking in their I stories. Do. I also do. I do listen to them, listen to all the podcasts. I do spend a lot of time alongside them. But yeah. I don't, should I need desperate advice for my life? They are not. In my like, I can't imagine if I needed advice on like, do I get a divorce or not? And those are the people you go to to ask for advice. This is awful. What if I become friends with them? <laughs> they listen to this. I would hear what oh, Katie had to say. Oh my like, god! I would hear yeah, yeah. Katie out. I would love yeah, if you true. became friends with them after all this, and then <laughs> this resurfaced. Like, Io, did you I-O, catch J-Lo. all that? Yeah. I just, she can say whatever she wants, you know, right. it's, she's right. So <laughs> I listened to the clip of what she said about JLo and she's not wrong. That's the thing. You know what? Her <laughs> takes are hot and they deserve to last. So <laughs> also, would she have ever guessed that she would host Saturday Night Live with JLo as a musical guest in her yeah. life? Like the fact that that happened. It's just, beautiful. Yeah. So exactly. Exactly. That like you, that's. So well put. I'm so happy for her. <laughs> okay. So maybe the same will happen to me. I'll host SNL and Katie Maloney will be the <laughs> musical guest. I'd love to. And see then that. I'll have to eat my words. <laughs> oh my God. It's going to be Sheena doing good as gold, different versions. First set, good as gold, normal. Second set, good as gold, screen. Oh, be like, emo. Yeah. <laughs> good as gold. The jazz standard. Oh my God, That's what's coming next. Emo emo version was really, really heart stimulating. Tough. And Brock being like, "I've never been so attracted to my wife." I was like, "What? This? this oh my doing? God! How is your best Brock I've ever heard?" Holy <laughs> so moly! Good. That was so good. Really lovely, Jenny. Beautiful <laughs> accent work. Well, when we cast ourselves as VPR later on. Consider me for Brock. Okay. <laughs> Please. Oh, you or your consideration, me as Brock. <laughs> <laughs> no promises, but yeah. got to okay. see everybody's Brock. But you know, yes. <laughs> your editor is our friend's husband. 
James, James. Colianis. Yes. I love that man <laughs> so much. It was funny because we were, I was joking with my partner. We were talking about the titles for the film. He edited my movie, We Strangers, movie that we made together. And we were joking like, because I hate the term like a film by somebody because mm. a movie takes so many people. And it's such an incredibly collaborative artistic venture. But I was like, maybe this is a film by James Codianis because he, <laughs> he did so much. He's so incredible. And then Jana, his wife and our assistant editor oh. is amazing. It's a real family affair. I spent my entire summer of last year in their apartment editing oh this God. film. I was up in their business. <laughs> I was too there for too much. Uh, like they did not need me around for that long. <laughs> I feel like that's what happens with an editor. You know what I mean? Like you, yeah. you end up really just in the thick and becoming we, yeah, family. Truly family. I was with them from like the moment they woke up in the morning <laughs> to like going out to dinner and starting myself in all like their marital chats. Like I was there for a lot and they were very kind to have me. Well, congrats again. That is very cool. So and exciting. I, we've had a couple pals on here who made features that I'm always just like, it's like I can't. It's I can't wrap my head around it. As yeah, fuck giving like, birth. It's like that's <laughs> the thing. That's what I always say. Also, I say yeah. fuck giving birth. I mean, giving birth, you're in, you're out. Hard. Yeah, it's like a day. Yeah, cares. Feature Fail film takes you fucking years. <laughs> How many days did you shoot for? We shot for twenty days in okay. Indiana and Illinois, where I'm from. So the film takes place in Indiana. So I moved back home. That's not all I did last year. And obviously there were strikes and so nobody was really working. So I just right. shot the movie and then moved into James's apartment. And that was my main <laughs> year. <laughs> well, you guys have children and, you know, do that real life stuff. <laughs> Making a movie is harder. It's harder than childbirth, as, yeah. as we've all established. We all agree. And mine went awry. I'll tell you what. Oh my, my birth God. went awry. <laughs> I want to hear that story. Have you already told your listeners that story? Do you even want to talk about it? Yeah, I had an unplanned C-section, you know, which is you labor for a while and then they're like, guess what? This is not going to happen. We're going to have to just do a major abdominal (laughs) surgery on you. And you're kind of like so out of it that you're like, okay, what it is helps me make my baby. It is crazy to think about like in what other situation besides like really crazy accidents it's just like while you're in the most distress of your life someone's like can we just open your entire body up and you're just like right yes i think yes i think so my friend just went through the same thing and oh really she was in labor for a really long time and then she had to do an emergency c-section and yep i'm sorry it's not great but making a film is harder but it's not great (laughs) for sure Wow, 20 days. Well, that oh is my God. very impressive. It's so good mm. to see you. You know, I haven't seen you since uh, ye old NYU days, maybe briefly after. What's life like post? What's your life been like post NYU? This, college this humor. One, two years since college. Yeah. Yeah. In the past I, 15, 15 years. years. Give me a two sentence synopsis on the last 15 years. post I think I can. I think I can do it. Okay. In two sentences. I got my diploma late. Okay. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I have to do one more sentence. Okay. Okay. Since I last seen you, I got my diploma late <laughs> and I developed an allergy to apples. Whoa. But then I got over the allergy and now things are good. <laughs> that's about it. Okay. <laughs> that should summarize that was, kind of the that's... past 15 years. I've also now, started lying about my age, but so. <laughs> older or younger? I'm going down. I'm not going a couple of years off, <laughs> but I, I need to really commit to it. You really, it's crazy because people lie about their age and there are many, especially like, you know, actors and such. You For really sure. have to commit to it. And it's kind of nuts and psychotic to like constantly be lying about your age. I've been trying to introduce the lie and I, I don't know. I always stop myself. I've never really successfully done it because it does feel crazy. It's and a lot of math to keep track right. of, of yeah. when you graduated high school, what year were you born. Right. Yes. It's a lot. Yes. It is. And it's easier said than done because it is crazy. When people have asked me, people who are like acquaintances have asked me how old I am, which is rude. But it's <laughs> yeah, <laughs> rude. And I want to say 32. 
Ugh. I really am trying. And it's ages. We can talk about that. How are we brainwashed? Which is not even the thing I'm going to talk about. But like <laughs> completely, that is brainwashing. But again, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> 32 is kind of the per. I had, I just recently was meeting with a babysitter and she was like, you look like, how old are you? And I was like, 36. And she was like, I thought you were 31, 30. And I was like, okay, it's that you baby do look- face. Yes, you look 31, 30. And you could start saying when people ask you again, rude. But like, it's so, or it's like weird. It's just weird. Anyway, so um, it's not weird. It's just that because we live in an ageist society, putting a woman at a certain age means something when it shouldn't. Yeah. And you shouldn't, you should, oh my God, I don't want to get into it. Anyway, I've been trying to lie about my age, it. but it feels crazy. It feels crazy to look someone in the face and just lie. It just feels so nuts. So then I say my age and then I say, but I'm trying to say I'm 32. And that's not, that's not, <laughs> not how it works. <laughs> 36, but I'm trying to say I'm 32. <laughs> I'm trying to be 32. And then it becomes a conversation around that. And I'm like, I'm just trying to stick that number in your head. But it's all, <laughs> it shouldn't, it's, you know, men aren't having to do that. So no, I feel like I have recently heard from <laughs> both my dad and my grandmother that they identify like when they think of themselves. Like Mm. they feel like the late 30s, early 40s version of themselves. Like that's how old they identify as. So I think that there is something to this. My parents say this too. I think there, it makes sense. I think that at some point you start, God, it's so funny. We'll listen to this in 10 years and be like, you idiots. (laughs) But like, I do think that, you know, you start to, the person you see in your head, there must be a time when like that person you see in your head is it matching what you're seeing when you look in the mirror or, mm. you know, um, again, maybe that's all ageism. Oh, mm. but who wants to listen to us talk about that? Oh, <laughs> I was going to ask you, like, the shows you've directed, incredible. All shows I watch. Is there, like, you. when you show up on set, are people like, look at this young gal coming to direct? Like, especially, like, shows like just like that, that, like, star these older women. What's the vibe being like, I'm... Fresh, hot, young, Sundance winning director here to show up and do the job. Are they like... I feel like this is a dicey way to talk about our our (laughs) stars of and just like that. (laughs) I mean, like, both things can be true that they are incredible and also you are young. Yes. Is that... But, like, I guess my question is, is like that... Is it like an intimidating thing to walk into a show (laughs) with, like, older... Am I, just more am I taking a hole? Am I more continuing to dig a hole, Nicole? Okay, more experience. Like yes. iconic. I Ico- Yeah, that's. Thank you. What's it? Here we go. We'll start. No, this is all saying it for <laughs> sure. I want the internet to drag your fucking ass. When I host SNL with Sarah Jessica Parker as the musical guest, guest. <laughs> musical guest. In- <laughs> yeah, we will all be eating our words. I think. <laughs> Well, okay. First of all, anybody who is super, but I know what you're saying. Like anyone who has that much experience and has worked so much and seen so much and been around much more talented, like many more talented directors than myself. It is, I do think of like, what can I add to this experience? How can I make these actors, any actors feel both safe and also feel like they can play and you know i had a director tell me on another set once who'd worked with like a bunch of amazing actors he'd worked with like meryl street and i i'm always like asking more experienced directors like just for tips or advice or even anecdotes that i can take from and learn from because i think the best part of this job is you meet so many artists and every scene is different so every experience is different and every challenge is different and he said something really beautiful he was like you know every actor just wants a sandbox where they can play but they want to know the parameters like they want to have a little safety net so that they know that if they go too far off someone will catch them or someone will kind of hone them in but they do want to play and they want space to do that and also like parameters and like things to play with and so mm. i always try to keep that in mind and that's one blanket note i don't know if every actor wants that and also television is like different because sometimes you're on a show I've done a lot of first seasons of shows, but sometimes you're on a show where everyone's been doing, and just like that's a great example, they know their characters much better than I do. So they don't need, they're incredible actors, by the way. I loved working with them and learned a lot. And they're so open and they're really good actors. And they do want to play. 
but they also don't need me telling them like who their characters are. Right. You know, I don't think any director like would do that on that yeah, show because like, they've just been doing it. Who is Carrie? <laughs> exactly. Like they don't. Whereas in a season one of a show where you really are figuring things out and mm. the characters are even being revealed to the actor themselves as they are going, especially with like a thriller or something like they're going, they're learning about their characters as they read the scripts. It's different. And it really is case by case and script by script and show yeah. by show. But it's very fun. My favorite thing, and I'm sure you can relate, but my favorite thing is just when you're in a scene and the actors are doing such amazing, fun stuff and you're giving them things that they can play with and they're going off and leaving you behind and just going and doing interesting things in a scene is so fun. And I also have goldfish memory. So I remember all the good things. And if anything bad happened, I like turned it into a funny story and I don't remember what was like traumatizing. What a gift. That's yeah. an amazing I don't superpower. remember bad experiences. I really don't. Every oh, experience wow. is good later. It's really, thank that's God. A, that's great. Wow, I have the opposite problem. <laughs> yeah, one of those, yeah. <laughs> that's so cool. Now tell me, I heard this anecdote, I don't remember where, that Sarah Jessica Parker there was like a, a rig of throw up because you directed the episode where she vomits. There's like double vomit and she's yes. having trouble vomiting. And then she just swallowed the fake vomit and real vomited or something. Like It's like that's very well, basically. Yeah, we had this. I directed an episode of season one where we had this rig for SJ that she kind of like could have, like where to do like that we wanted a lot of vomit michael patrick king the showrunner wanted a lot of vomit he told me that every single day he really <laughs> hammered that home that he wanted a lot of vomit he wanted it to look realistic and it was just looking like an snl sketch like mm -hmm. every time we had this thing and you can't see parts of it and you have to like paint it out in vfx later it was just kind of like we were doing so many takes and it just looked like yeah it just looked like a sketch and right. then Sarah Jessica was just like, wait, let me just take, she just like took the big bottle of it, like chugged a bunch of it. And then she did the scene and then just like completely projectile vomited. And it was like, oh, okay. Could have just done that. Whoops. <laughs> I remember being like, she just did it after like 15 takes. I mean, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that is a pro right there. She's such a pro. She is such a pro also the three of them when they do their lunch scenes i mean mm -hmm. anyone who's familiar with continuity anything you do you have to repeat right and so they're sitting there and they're eating full meals and really eating these meals with the drinks and the lobster legs and doing a, and they will do one take in the wide and they're doing like 10 to 15 different things and they will remember after their first take all three of them each thing they did on each line it's unbelievable i've never seen anything like it it's so their prop work and their memory and it's so seamless and i'd really it's really cool to watch i mean if anybody knows how to have a meal on they camera know. it's that that's like half the show is we're constantly filming that same setup of like okay yeah so wow it's I feel like form. actors like look psycho when they're eating on camera it's like such a you think it's it's like walking and eating it's like you do it constantly and then when there's a camera you're like i don't know what to do it. <laughs> so that that makes sense that they are pros at it i was on another show where the actor was also very dedicated to making sure that the eating was realistic and real and he was eating this like these chocolate croissants and i know some people say croissant but I'm just not going <laughs> So. <laughs> not <and> here. Every... <laughs> it was really funny. It was like a two-hander. He was across from his other actor and he was eating this croissant in every take. And we were shooting directionally. So I wasn't actually on him first. We were on the other actor and he was just so committed. He was eating this croissant and then we were back. Then we finally switched angles and we were on him. He must have had like 30 croissants. And I was Whoa. like, you can have a spit bucket. Like you can, we don't have, you know, I, and then he through he, <laughs> he was like can i actually he was fully green and then he's like i actually and then he went and threw up and then we waited and then he came back and then he was fine and it was a real commitment to the craft wow even and not on his take he was eating the croissant yeah it seems like he's had an amazing use of his own stuff that's for him to decide he's smarter than that maybe i'm wrong maybe it wasn't it wasn't on his side because he's a really smart actor maybe it was that i was doing it in a wide and we were going tighter maybe as we were going tighter he kept eating it it must have been that i think i might be this is the thing i'm goldish memory i can't really remember anything correctly truly check you need to like 
what you need to like check reference check everything i say oh, yeah. we have a huge research, research department on this pod that'll fact check everything you say <laughs> everything so i say don't even yeah. i actually think it wasn't on it it was that maybe i was cross shooting it was just like he had to eat the thing and he did it so much and he threw up and it was very it was very professional though he just got up left and then came back and kept going and i was very impressed because we, we love when our professionally. Wow. It was light. (laughs) But yeah, I'm intimidated. To answer your question earlier, I'm intimidated by everybody all the time. I get so sweaty before every shoot and before every time. You're entering spaces where everyone's friends already. Everybody knows each other. And here I am, this like young kid that like is 32 years old, is an (laughs) ingenue, not a day over 32. She's a young, like Forbes, 30 out of 30. She's so young. (laughs) Yeah. how did she get here i mean absolutely i'm just like so nervous all the time and then i have cold sweats and it's so panic inducing and then i slowly kind of get more comfortable and then i forget that i ever felt that way and, and then it happens over and over again it's awful it's <laughs> awful it's really awful <laughs> well i'm sure they're amped you know what i mean they're like yeah someone who's gonna create a safe space who's got fun vibes who's like gonna oh, make sure God. that we do a good job and it's also not about you it's like not about the mm. director it's about mm-hmm. the show and the showrunner's vision it's like also right. what I trying to remember right. but it's very different than doing a movie notably the hardest right. thing in the world that anyone's <laughs> ever done anyone's ever done that's yeah. a very different experience that kicked my ass and it was so fun i learned so much i mean i i feel like making a film like a tiny little indie film was 75 percent the hardest artistic experience i've had but then 25 percent was like so spiritually transcendent and so mm. emotionally fulfilling it became its own beautiful thing that we were all in service of not it wasn't my thing and that was really profound it's like why people it's why I want to make movies is to have like this profound spiritual experience and then hopefully have, have that translate to the screen and create that for people who are watching. Yeah. Is the goal. But who knows? I mean, this movie would be trash. You, you know, <laughs> no idea. there's no way there's no way we we highly doubt it's trash. yeah it's playing south by southwest i have a feeling it's not trash it's so much self-doubt i really admire people with confidence that rules that must rule you know what i mean uh, yeah so good i don't know i I feel like if you're you're in the arts it's like real high and lows like i either think i'm like god or a worm <laughs> like there's no middle ground i it only think i'm the sucks. best or the worst but then i meet people that are just kind of confident and i'm like mm-hmm. that's awesome you're not wasting all this time like i don't know about you guys but i have so many things in place to deal with my anxiety like so many things you know for sure yep well i've been admiring you from a distance seeing all that you've been up to and it's just really cool so just know that people are out there looking up at you and going hey she's crushing it she's crushing it out there so kind and then everybody else should know that i crippling anxiety and that (laughs) (laughs) and there's so much to learn i think that's like what's beautiful again about this art form is like there's just like so much about balancing maybe i'm coming from the point of view of someone who's just made my first film and as you continue to grow you gain confidence in certain areas whereas and maybe you gain confidence even in this knowing that you're ignorant about things but i do wish that i can work on I think when you can feel confident, you learn to trust your instincts more. And that is important for all artists to hone that, to hone mm-hmm. that trust in your own instinct, because that mm-hmm. is why you're making things. And when you question that, that's when it starts to feel a little gnarly. It's like when you're like, hmm, I don't know, was my, like when you start second guessing what's inside, that feels bad. And that's when I try to like, I, I can deal with the anxiety and deal with the like, oh, because then I can like come into my instinct. But when that feels shaken, that's really hard to deal with. And I have to like kind of take a step away and like watch TV or something. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Vanderpump. <laughs> Vanderpump. See what they're doing. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I feel like we should ask you the question. Yeah. I know. Yeah. There's a question we ask everyone on this podcast. And that what question is. It? is... <laughs> <laughs> It's how are you brainwashed? And by that, we mean by society, by your upbringing, by media. You know, what did you think growing up was true, real, that you then later as a 32-year-old adult have realized was essentially brainwashing? 
God, I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) So there's so much. And we just talked about age. And also my movie is about what what assimilating makes you feel and what it takes from you. And I've been thinking about this a lot. I'm undoing so much brainwashing all throughout my life. But I was really thinking about this question. And there are two things that are underneath the same category. One is dressing for your body shape and body size Mm -hmm. and haircuts that flatter your face. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, let me tell you, I, so I'm Sikh and I grew up never cutting my hair. I didn't cut because we don't cut our hair in our religion. And then when I was 17, I cut my hair for, my, for the first time and was like wow. finally like reading about like, you know, if you have a heart shape, this is what your hair should mm-hmm. be. If mm-hmm. you have like an oval shape or a circle base and all that stuff. Right. And I remember being so into it and being like, oh, my God, that's like why you should cut your hair for this face. And it's just such bullshit. And it's like, sure, there are ideas. I'm sure there's like probably hairstylists and hair artists that are like, no, there is value to this. Like there's a way to accentuate cheekbones. There's a, and I don't disagree. But I just think that like, I don't disagree that like visually there are things, if your face has a certain look to it, there's a certain way your hair can help that. I just think that anybody can really rock any haircut or hairstyle if they, if it makes them feel good, it's just confidence in how you, I'm saying the most obvious cosmopolitan article you've ever heard, but it is kind of like, it was, I remember growing up, maybe this is not a big thing to people now, but just, it was such a like thing and such a rule of like, mm. if you're a pear shape, you wear this, if right. you have a heart shaped face, you, and it's like, I think we all enjoy rules and everybody enjoys like, this is the new way you do things. This is the new way you like, you color combo your outfits but it's Mm -hmm. all really doesn't matter it's all just stuff to make you feel like you're following a rule and it doesn't matter at all what do you guys think do you think i'm wrong you can tell me if you think i'm wrong no a hundred percent i think so much of it is rooted in the like this part of you is bad or this part of you Mm -hmm. is less than ideal Mm -hmm. and so we actually have to hide that part it's like why fucking fat woman i i never want to see a cold shoulder top again because like please (laughs) tell me that that's like actually that's an acceptable piece of skin that I can show that like doesn't look too fat and it's okay it's all about hiding and yes accentuating the the parts that are quote good that we Mm. like like about you and I think yeah the hair of it all too the also I'm not a doctor I don't know what face shape I have like I cannot tell (laughs) if what shape it is it's tried so many times. I don't know. That's a hundred percent. It's like I and then the images that they give you are like Beyonce and Reese Witherspoon. I'm like, I don't look like either of them. And like, I'm trying to am I and then to go to like as a person and be like, this is Beyonce. Make me look like her. Right. Is is such a fallacy. I just, yes, and it's all, and then so much about the clothing stuff. I mean, I'm sure you guys have had enough people on here. I'm sure you guys have talked about this enough that it's just, it's just so much fat shaming in terms of like, it's exactly what you said. It's like every part of those rules and guidebooks, but they were so big when we were younger. They were so, I think it's like so not a thing now, but it was just such a, I think like also every episode of Pen15 is so specific and correct about how we grew up in like the early 2000s. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I feel in the late 90s, early 2000s. And I'm just like, there was so much about the rules, like the four ways people could be. Totally. And I knew even then that it was stupid, but it was so fun. It was like a way that you could bond with all your girlfriends is like Mm. go through and be like, I'm a this face shape, I'm a this body shape. Mm -hmm. And it's just like a fun game to play. And even then, it actually didn't make me hate my myself. Like, I didn't feel I somehow, like, skirted around that part. There were that, that was to come way later. <laughs> but it was honestly really just couched in, like, fun. And right. it just taught you that you kind of, like, fit into certain categories. And it was just, I was focused on, like, the wrong things as opposed to, like, how does this feel? Does this make me feel good? Because mm-hmm. nothing about beauty culture for young girls that are going to become women was about feeling good it was all just about i mean that's the whole beauty industry i guess but categories also are so fun and like (laughs) i love to be put in a category too (laughs) so i think that that's i want to know what enneagram i am like now i feel like the new thing is like every time i'm on tiktok it's like talking am i a cool winter am i an odd i want to know my color profile i want to I wanted someone to tell me what I'm supposed to do. 
Yeah. To... Yeah, there is a, a part of the categories stuff that I do like, my brain likes. We all like it. And that's the other thing. It's like I was looking at like the color profiling and it was like kind of feels exactly like what we did when we were kids, but like just couch and dressed up in, in something else. Yeah. It's not so problematic. It just is funny because I was like watching some TikTok about it and it was like, it was like showing a woman's, it was like a white woman's face with like gold or silver. And it was like, one's good, one's bad. And I was like, I don't know. If you told me it was the other way around, I guess I would say that works too. Like, it's just kind of like whatever you're telling me to think right. is like what I'm <laughs> thinking. But I wish I had more to say on this because I feel like I'm kind of just circling around the same thing of like, we're all brainwashed by like white American beauty standards. But I really thought I would have more to say. I mean, that is, <laughs> I that mean, is it's what it accurate. is. Sort of like it's the <laughs> I really, and it's also because I always, here's what's underneath all this. I want bangs to work on me. And I will <laughs> say they don't. That is true. <laughs> oh my gosh. Same. I want I them to work. I thought about it recently. Recently, I've been like, should I do it? Have y'all tr- no? Have y'all tried them as a life? Yeah, Nicole does banger. it. I'm a banger since day one. I've never not had bangs. <laughs> I'm a banger I'm since so day one. I am. I yeah. die with these bangs. I've lived with them my whole life. <laughs> have incredible. you tried them? What does it look like? I bet it's you the look maintenance. Good. It's the, uh, no. Yeah. I have. I've tried them, and they never. I think they feel good. And oh, maybe this. Maybe we should just be put into categories. I'm actually coming around <laughs> back to my brainwashing <laughs> because I will look at pictures of me and bangs. I think I liked them at the time. And I'll go, what was I doing? But it's like your bangs. They lay the correct way. They lay like that. Mm-hmm. Do you have to train them to do that, or because you're lifelong bang gal? They do that you naturally. Know, sometime, mostly this is how they like to be, is, mm. is a little bit side bang. But sometimes they'll be a little bit straight bang. Mm. And that's okay, mm. too. And all bangs are beautiful. And I... <laughs> do you style no. them or do they, they naturally... I will... <laughs> Never asked you this ever. I can't believe. <laughs> you know, yeah. I have to blow dry the bangs. Even if I air dry yeah, the exactly. rest of the community on my head, I gotta blow dry the bangs because otherwise it'll be a full <laughs> nightmare. <laughs> I well, see. Uh, I, can't used to that I can't it's be blowing. I can't be It's just bangs. It takes like twenty seconds. There's I so guess. little of them. I guess it's true. It's true. I don't know. I feel though that I've also like so many times walked into a hair salon and been like, "Okay, this is your area of expertise. Sort of take a look at me and do what you." want and no one ever has like a strong vision i feel like it's never no one has ever been like oh well clearly for you babe (laughs) you need this color and cut like yes so so and if they don't know then how could i know you're so right you want to present your face to someone and go how are, am I inspiring you? And you want to look across from someone's eyes and see see their eyes like light up in inspiration. Right. And all I get is like, so you want to go like short or something? Right. No one has ever <laughs> treated like, me like a canvas in a right. salon. And that's they're, part of their job. They're back to back doing haircuts all day, okay. you know. That's they're on their true. feet. True. But I, I am the exact same way. I'm always like, should I go brighter, darker? <laughs> Tell me, and I always like uh, you're yes. paying for this. Whenever you, yeah, do you think that that's also a rich thing that maybe there's a tax bracket I could get to that that stylist would be like, oh yeah, like Definitely. you know, again, my theory of like once you become famous enough, they just like take you into a room and they're like, these are the things that are ugly about you. Let's fix it. I think that is what happens, and yes, I do think that money is the answer to all of this. That is the brain. That is not brainwashing. <laughs> no, that's just that's reality, babe. Get that good makeup. God. Oh, Lisa. But there's a housewife that just talked about how she gets her makeup done every day. Every day she has glam, and I'm like, what do you mean? Even when you're just lounging around your house, does she lounge? Like what? What did she mean, Nicole? Do you think I think every that she day? must not lounge. Yeah, I think she's going to dinner every day, and I would love to do that. But I think yeah, we we do ask like, when do you lounge? Like, is she napping? But maybe she doesn't live the life where she yeah. can nap. She doesn't yes. strike me as a napper. I get, but like getting her makeup done and something not that's not a short that takes time. It's also so expensive. It's so expensive to have two people. All in your roster every single day. They're coming to your house, traveling. You got to pay for their gas. And it's hair and makeup both. Incredible. I mean, what is that line item on your budget? 
You know what I mean? I think she said it was a retainer. She retained, like, she, like, pays them a salary. That's (laughs) wild. (laughs) If I were rich, by the way, I would be giving presents to people all the time. Anytime. If I, like, you guys would be getting flowers from me every goddamn week. Oh my God. If you are rich, you can be so generous. You can be giving people flowers for every time anything happens to them. Just always getting bouquets. You're getting chocolates. You're getting stuff. I would love to do that. I would have, oh, that'd be so great. And then everyone's just like, wow, thank you for the, you know, I can't believe you remember my birthday. Thank you for the cake. I would love to be Same. in my Tom Cruise coconut cake error. Exactly. Wait, what's that? He gives everyone a coconut Jenny, cake. Go I... online for once. Every holiday season, Tom Cruise has this bakery sent out a, a white chocolate coconut cake to essentially everyone he's ever even met, worked with. Everybody gets the Tom Cruise cake. It's like you want to get on the Tom Cruise cake list. Wow. Okay. If you are in favor. If you yeah. are not in favor, then you're gone. You're off the list. Now, the bakery is on Goldbelly. Have I thought, oh. I could just get it for myself. Yeah. And so maybe I will one day. Yeah, have that be your push present, Nicole. Yeah, (laughs) I don't need to know Tom Cruise, I guess. (laughs) Can I ask you guys, though, like, I have to say again, this will be a moment I eat my words. That doesn't sound that good. Like a coconut? But if he's sending it to everybody, it has to be that good. It's probably the best cake, yeah. Yeah. Because I bet he, too, doesn't eat a lot of sweets. So I bet he's, like, fucking, like, living vicariously through, like, sending this delicious cake to other people just being sick Absolutely there's some kind of it. sick twisted thing i like to think he's never had it before i would like to imagine that he's never <laughs> someone told him it was good and he was like all right send it to everyone i ever met i wow. also would like to think maybe he's forgotten that he's doing this and it's like a subscription that you know what i mean he's just <laughs> forgotten it's netflix <laughs> they're like thank you for the cake tom and he's like uh, you're welcome no I guess. memory <laughs> all right have we hit the time for casting and if so nicole do you want to explain it Please tell me. I think so. Yeah, I think let's play a little casting before we wrap up. So casting is, I think, something you're going to just be a natural at. You're really going to get. But basically, we're going to pick a category, anything from Vanderpump Rules to cake flavors. And then we (laughs) are all going to decide in our minds who we are within that category and who the others are within that category. And then we're going to sort of talk about who we are and why. So do you have something that you springs out to you that you'd like to play with or should we find something as a community i like community-based decision making it's gorgeous cake flavors can't say we've done it's never come up yeah cake flavors has never come up (laughs) i think we've done vanderpump but we haven't done this season i think we yeah we haven't done maybe the men of vanderpump which is you know not a lot of amazing options but right those are my sure, two pitches. Cakes They're and They're really good pitches. <laughs> I My mind is a blank. My mind is a blank. Anything else we <laughs> talked about? Haircuts. Haircuts. We could do hairstyles. Body shapes. Body shapes. We could do what body shapes we are. What, hair, what... <laughs> what fruit bodies we are. I have Googled in the last year hair shape body bathing suits. And I have looked at listicles to be like, what do pear-shaped body bathing suits? And they're always like, wear something that has a lot of activity on the top to distract from your ugly, horrible, big bottom. <laughs> That's incredible advice. And I'm like, wow. okay, I'm supposed to have frills? What do you mean on the top? Yeah, little ruffles <laughs> on your boobies, I guess. Yeah, I did buy a ruffled bathing suit because I'm sure of it's this so cute. article. I'm sure it's so good on you. <laughs> From Amazon.com. I love to buy bathing suits from Amazon because they're like $25. <laughs> don't don't be saying that. We only buy sustainable here. <laughs> I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry. Bathing suits? Okay, but like, why are they so expensive? They're like the smallest amount of fabric. Why are we so doing I, that? For science, it has to get wet and dry. <laughs> I don't know. It seems hard to me. <laughs> I am, for though. I, I'm keeping my wet swimsuit on and then I'm getting UTIs way too fast. Oh. It's really nuts. Like, I am so scared now. I'm dipping in the pool and I'm like walking around. I don't feel like my body ain't what it used to be. I just feel like I'm getting into it all the time when I'm in a swimsuit. And I you diaper guys, rash. You guys feeling like that? Jen, Jenny's always getting diaper rash. We're supposed to be living our summer swimsuit dreams, but I can't even, I can't sustain wearing a If I went to the beach mm-hmm. and I got wet, 
I can't sure. be in that swimsuit the whole day. I'll be I'll be paying for you it. Gotta for weeks. leave enough time to dry off. You gotta really mm-hmm. leave yourself a good amount of time to bake in the sun after you get wet before you go in your car or you put on your jean shorts. Was this a problem when you guys were teens? Like I guess this yeah. is a new problem that's happened in my thirties, my early, early mm-hmm. beginning of my thirties. And I just like <laughs> don't know why that is. I didn't know that was an issue. We could do we could be vaginal health problems. <laughs> oh. <laughs> We've never yeah. done that. That's <laughs> I was telling Nicole earlier today, I went to physical therapy for my pelvic floor. Tell. They put tell their everyone. fingers tell in your regime during that, which I didn't know was going to be a part of. But to examine your pelvic floor, they got to they gotta examine it. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's why. Can I ask you? Because I'm so curious. I'm sure your listeners want to know. When you're in physical therapy for your pelvic floor, I'm assuming after you gave birth, right? Yes. And so, Unfortunately, C-section, you still fuck shit up. So. Oh, my God. And you were in labor for so long. I mean, that's so that's hard on your why? body. And so what what is the therapy like? Like, what are they doing? They have your fingers in your vagina while you're doing what? Essentially, like, Kegels. They're, like, you either have the problem where your pelvic floor is too loose. That's when you, like, sneeze and pee. Or, like, you know, a mm-hmm. lot of pregnant women have that situation where you have to re-tighten. I have the opposite problem where because of where my baby was positioned when I was pregnant and then also because I was, like, in labor for so long. My vagine is too, the muscles have just, they're, like, very tight and close together. So we're trying to release so her finger's there while you're doing multiple Kegels? I was doing some breathing in Kegels, and she was finding the tightness on sore spots and trying to release Sorry, the she... muscles. Wow. Wow. That feels almost like, what an intimate uh, kindness. That, yeah. That's so intimate. Wow. Yeah. Do wild. you feel closer to this therapist? Like, do you feel I was close? like, thank God this is a gentle woman in a townhouse in brooklyn <laughs> you know what i mean like, wow i'm sure she's probably great but that is so deeply intimate she's really helping i didn't know i was she came highly recommended by my doula and like some other people so i was like oh okay she's the pelvic floor lady mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah it was uh crazy I have a lactation appointment on Zoom next week. And I'm like, am I just going to show my tits to some woman on Zoom in my house? Yeah. Is that what's going to happen? That I'm just going to like take my boobs out for a stranger to see on my computer? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. That is interesting. I am curious what you're going to learn via Zoom. <laughs> yeah. They had a Zoom option and I'm sort of really tired and don't want to go anywhere. So I was like, absolutely. Let's do it for my house. <laughs> And you do it from yours. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. They I wonder, are... I'm going to follow up, learn how that went. My body does not feel like mine. So I was sure like, sure, whatever. Put your fingers in my vagine. Feel my pelvic <laughs> Do what you need to do. Whatever. Yeah. Let's go. Anyway. Okay. We, what do we, should we do body shapes, bathing suit styles, haircuts, cake flavors, or VPR men? These are the things. <laughs> These are our options. <laughs> We well, do. you guys tell me. What do you guys want? What makes you excited? Uh, I think haircuts. Haircuts. Okay. Absolutely. Let's do it. Great. Let's do it. All right. Everyone, take a moment. Go in your brains and think about haircuts. Can we also branch into the hairstyle universe? Yes. Or is this yes. Cuts yes. only. Okay. It, the the okay. category is hairs. <laughs> okay. The category is hairs? Yeah. Hair. I think I've got mine. I think I think I, I, I could be locked in. All right. I always make Nicole go first. So So why don't you go first? I will go first. Anu will let you go last because Oh my god, incredible. We do for the guests. Okay. Nicole, I gave yes. you Lob. Which you. I feel like you're not a Bob. You're not a straight Bob. You've got a little more flair than that, a little more fun. You're on a sort of scaling angle. <laughs> is that what a lob is? <laughs> sure. <laughs> it's chic it's classic it's gonna last forever it'll never die just like you you are you. The, the lob <laughs> also fun to say yeah Ob. for myself i gave myself the rachel which is i guess just the layered layers which is what i used to do for years and years and years and then one mm. day i said just bob me and keep it all one thing but in my heart of heart i still feel like a rachel i still feel like i would like that haircut even though it would look crazy 
on me at this <laughs> point in time, I think. I think people would be like, I'm worried for you. <laughs> and then Anu, I feel like you're okay, how do I describe it? A shag. Like a shaggy, <laughs> a shaggy choppy vibe mm-hmm. is what I would I would give you. Because that feels cool girl to me. Mm-hmm. And oh, you do have cool girl vibe. I know you say you have anxiety, but what you're presenting to the world, <laughs> cool. That's cool. all and I care about. It's but in an accessible way, <laughs> you know, an accessible way that's not Ariana cool girl. It's accessible cool girl. And that's very hard to pull off. I appreciate that. I mean, my goal is when I have my debut in Chicago, everyone's like, I get it. Like she, like, you know, she makes sense that she's she here. There. Yeah. yeah, exactly. She's not so cool that I couldn't buy it. That is the that is so kind. I'm going to be writing a compliment all day for the rest of my day. <laughs> Well, I have to say, Anu, I also gave you Shag. Oh, Shut wow, Shag. Uh, for wow. exactly the same reason. There is just undeniable cool vibe. Yeah. This... Shag is the haircut. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. That feels so good. I just, this validation, it's all I need. <laughs> so, that's so kind. Tell you something, though. I ask for the Shag. I ask for a Shaggy cut. It never looks right. It does look good and i won't ask for it again i'm done i'm done i've tried it i've tried it every time i try it, it never looks right are you going are you the asking the same person or are you asking different people i'm bopping around i'm trying out the shag with different people and it just doesn't i'll show you guys pictures it's not it doesn't look right i promise you but i appreciate that you guys are thinking it does <laughs> we see you spiritually as shag for yeah. sure thank you for myself, I identify as sort of long share seventies hair, just like oh. dark, straight, tickling my ass, just a lot of edge movement back and forth. <laughs> um elegant. That. That's that's what I you know, a lot of like as a child putting a towel on my head to to mimic a long lock and um Yes, I've I, done this as well. I feel at home with that hairstyle. And Jenny, you know, I gave you love ultimately. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. We see both it. see each other as lobs. I think you are <laughs> you are effortlessly cool and here to stay forever and also not as uptight as Bob and something of the moment very now I see you as lobs. So we were we were aligned we're, in some we're ways. We're both lobs. Yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. That is so beautiful. I love watching this friendship. I feel so lucky to be a fly in the wall. It's really beautiful. I mean that. I'm not even being, jo- I'm not joking. That's really gorgeous. I, um, I feel like I didn't understand the assignment. We're <laughs> even feel, better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing you guys. I'm like, wait a second. So I didn't choose hairstyles based on what I thought would look the best. I just really wanted you guys to encapsulate the energy. Mm. So oh, Nicole, that's, that's I right. chose. That's right. that's right. Okay. I chose a really curly mullet for you because mm, I thought wow. that would be so fun to see rolling up. You've got this like curly shaggy kind of like shaggy mullet. I just think that's a like, cool and fun. Absolutely. And that's, that's like the edges of it's confident. It's cool. It's fun. It's also like a hairstyle that you kind of commit to for like a month or two and then you're ready mm-hmm. to change it up. Like, you know, the person who has a mullet is like, they're not living with that. That is just like for a couple months. Yes. And so able to play and like, a little sandbox. That was kind of how I see you. Thank you so much. Wow, I love all of you. <laughs> I would love to be curly mullet. I can't wait to Photoshop <laughs> all of these for our Instagram. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. And Jenny. Okay. So yours, I saw two poofs on the top of your head. Mm. Like <laughs> sort of like two two buns yes. high up top because mm. you're having fun. You're like roller skating. Like you, to me, it's like your birthday party is like a roller skating pizza party. You've got these two little poofs. You've got like a glow, like a necklace that's like all glow ring, a glow yes. stick. Yes. And she's just fun. And she's entering a group of people. She's like, come on, guys, follow me. And you're just like, sure. <laughs> and that's how I see you. Oh, my it's God. It's just wow. like having a good time. I love you that. You guys are both fun energies, fun hairstyles and haircuts. Yes. Amazing. And then for myself. I gave myself a very long fishtail braid because the moment you learn how to do the fishtail and you do it and you see the way the hair is so interestingly braided together and it's such an illusion and it's so fun. And when you nail it, it's so satisfying. (laughs) And to be able to have a very long one and to be able to pick it up and look at it Oh. All day. It would give me, I would feel so calm and I would love 
<laughs> and everybody looks good with a long fish down little tendrils coming up. Oh my god, you feel like they're so good. Oh, wow. I, I wish that break. for you. I hope you can get there. <laughs> I am not cutting my hair. I'm growing it out so I can do a long fish show. Don't you know what I mean? When you figure out how to braid, it's so great. But yes. when you figure out a fish tail, it's a different and, level. Wow. It's incredible. It's so satisfying. Wow. Well, this is a true joy and honor, Uh, Anuda. Really, uh, a lot. I've had a great time. (laughs) Oh, guys, I really, people are missing out on the visual component of this, but I (laughs) really (laughs) enjoy talking to you. I I can't wait. Well, I'm going to be in New York and I want to see you both. Again, yes. I'm sure your listeners don't care at all, but I am. They do. They and care about they... where we hang out. <laughs> yes. They do. They love it. Yes. And we will be here forever. Well, we are trapped. We're trapped <laughs> with our children. <laughs> oh, Congratulations, really, to both of you, because we all do know that being a mother is the actual hardest thing in the world. And it's so beautiful what you guys are doing. And I'm just very inspired. And congrats. Thank you. We did ultimately choose to procreate, and that is what we have chosen. And we'll see <laughs> sort of how it goes. <laughs> yeah, that's oh absolutely true. That's um, a beautiful way to think about it. <laughs> where can all our listeners keep up with you and yes. see all your gorgeous movies and work and hear about what you're up to? I just don't even know if anyone really gives a shit. <laughs> I am, you know, my Instagram is at a new Valia, and I'm never updating that thing because who has got the time? But every once in a while, I'll put up a fun little story. And my movie, We Strangers, comes out uh, in, well, it's premiering at South By on March 9th. And then hopefully someone will buy the thing and I'll get to be out more. But uh, that's kind of it. I don't know. Maybe nobody else will ever find me. <laughs> <laughs> so cool i can't wait to see it it's it it will be somewhere and i will watch it and i can't wait yes can't wait for you guys to see it and thank you so much this was so fun i really learned a lot i feel very good about my hairstyles and i can't wait to talk to you both more 